Nissan Regina is the presenting sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. And as always, we like to remind you that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. They're the number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any needs at all. They have a great staff that is always willing to help. You can go see them today at 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. Do it today. Drive Nissan. Alrighty, we are very happy to announce that Off the Hosel and TaylorMade Golf have committed to a long-term partnership. We couldn't be happier. Now it is time that you get yourself into some TaylorMade gear. They have the brand new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max driver. The irons are incredible and the new wedges are raw. Some of the best players in the world use TaylorMade, so why shouldn't you? For more information on getting fitted or have any questions, you can contact Mike.Langen at TaylorMadeGolf.com or find them on Twitter at Mike underscore Langen underscore TM. Team TaylorMade. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kosher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Hey, everybody. We are back for another episode of Off the Hosel. This is episode 64. My name is Drew Kosher. I am your host. I'm not joined by my brother today. He's not here. But we will always do that for him. We do have our third member of the of the crew back on today, Danny H. Picking Machine, Koshi. <laughs> What's going on? Not a whole lot. I love that. Good to see you. All right, we had a full agenda today, and a great guest on from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. But before we get into that, BA, this is brought to you by Nissan Regina, Nissan Driven Podcast. They're the number one place to get your next vehicle oil changer, any vehicle needs possible. They're located at 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. Drive Nissan. Drive Nissan. Located in the city that rhymes with fun. Good job. Regina, Saskatchewan. And Danny H., we are always recording live inside Divots Indoor Golf. The place to be. Seven great simulators. Great food. Great people. Great drinks. Great. (laughs) That a boy. Great food and drinks. Get on down. It's almost time for summertime. Hopefully, Scotty Mo lets us go play some golf outside this summer as it's almost golf time. It's almost time. <laughs> so, Danny, open pit. We call it the open pit because it's time that we get to chat about what's going on in our lives. So, Danny, let's talk about what's going on with you. How are things? What is new? Nothing much, Drew. But there is something new in my life right now. You know what it is? What's that? I'm drinking a new Busy Heart Seltzer. Yeah, really? Yeah. Party, get Let's loud, go. get busy, get loud, get busy, get loud. Okay, so Busy Heart Seltzer, it's new. It's new to Canada, right? It's a Molson product. Right now, I'm drinking the Blueberry Pomegranate. They have uh, pineapple mango. Drew's crushing one of those right now. 
Not a big deal. I gotta tell you guys, not being biased because they're a sponsor, but these things are delicious. Better than White Claws and all that crap that everyone drinks. These are the new things. <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> these are the new drinks for the summer. Put some. Put this in a glass of ice. Ooh, oh. On the course. Busy um, Hard Seltzer, though. Check them out. Thanks, Dave Stewart. Great guy. Great team. Thanks a lot, Molson. West Coast Dave. Thanks, Stewie. Appreciate it. These uh, tall boys are going down like small boys. Great summer drink, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal, Danny boy. All right. Last week's guest we had on White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports and the Barstool Podcast. We had Dave Williams, White Sox Dave, Chicago White Sox fan, Danny H. Did you have a chance to listen to this guy at all, this podcast, episode 63? Yeah, I listened to most of it, and... I like I like I'm a big Barstool guy, so um, I always like when the Barstool guys come on. And thanks a lot to Barstool Dave for coming on. Um, I'm a big I'm a baseball guy too. He's a baseball guy, so it was uh, it was a pretty you did a pretty good job. Um, I must say too is you're not a huge baseball guy, but <laughs> I was like so uh, basically you and I have in common is that we we both watch Moneyball, and he's like, yep. And then I'm like, okay, so. How are the White Sox doing, Dave? He's like, yeah, you know, this and that. And he went on a tangent. And I was like, dude, it's sick. Trevor would love this pod. So yeah. Dave will come back on the White Sox. You know, we were talking the other day. But he's been kind of buckled and gambling away in uh, college basketball. I saw him Him in, uh, oh, yeah. is it Walker? Barstool Walker? Yeah, all those, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, <laughs> he tweeted yesterday. He's like, I'm going to have a bath in my 5,000 cash Tweet me anything you want. I'll ask, answer anything. So, uh, great dude, yep. great guy. Had Thanks a lot of fun for coming with him. on. He he kind of carved Whitney on the pod too a little bit. He was talking about um, you know just <laughs> Whit was like ah oh, you have he has hair up to his eyebrow or up to his eyes, and then David Williams was like yeah you you have a Peter Griffin butt chin. So <laughs> they had a little battle there, but no, it was all in fun. I had a lot of fun with Dave. Thanks again. Check it out if you haven't. It's a good one. Okay, Danny. It's time to get into our sports talk now. It's a new segment. We had on Turner Ripplinger from the Taxi Squad when you and Troy yeah, can't yep. come on. He's on the Taxi Squad. Thanks, Rip, for coming on. Yeah, Ripper. Might have to call you back up uh, here soon. Anyways, go on. Where are you going? Nowhere. <laughs> You're going to stay on the Taxi Squad, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our new segment kind of called, because it kind of wraps it up but all in one sum. Canadian Division, NHL Hockey, 10, last 10 games, the seven teams, hot or not. And not the dating app, hot or not. Left or right, though, we're swiping here. Toronto, four and six, one game winning streak, hot or not. Not. I'm a Leafs guy, but not. They're not hot. Swipe left. That's a that's a good answer from a Leafs fan. Winnipeg, 7-3-0 and oh, in a three-game winning streak, hot or not. Hot. I'm swiping right here. Wow. You know, what do you think? No, I love it. Yep, they're I, hot. I, I they're just, hot. They're a wagon of a team. Just, I like them. Edmonton, 5-4-1, one-game winning streak, hot or not? I'm going to go hot, but just barely hot enough for me to swipe. Hot, right? hot, hot. No, let's go hot. Oh, um, day. <laughs> they're, they're starting to play better. <laughs> I do like the way they're playing. If they can just keep it up and win some more games, then uh, they're going to be even hotter. <laughs> Montreal, 4-2-4, four, four, one-game winning streak, hot or not? Not. 500 record. Um, I'm a Leafs fan, so I might be a little biased, but Montreal... It's not hot. All right. Vancouver, 7-2-1 and one in a one-game losing streak as of last night. 
but they're kind of going hot or not. I'm going to go hot. They've uh, played good the last 10 games, like you said, 7-2-1. and one. Um, They were dead last earlier in the season, and now they're kind of in the middle of the pack, so good for them. They're hot. All righty. Calgary, 5-4-1, two-game losing streak. I believe Daryl Sutter is now 3-2 and two in his last five, hot or not? I'm going to go not. I uh, I see that roster, and I think they should be better than what they're doing. So I'm going to say not. I know they're just above 500 in the last 10 games, but Sutter, get better. <laughs> oh, I didn't rhyme. That was good. All right, Ottawa, 3-5-2, and two, one game, winning streak, hot or not? Not. Just can't do it. Under 500, last 10 games. I know they're playing a little bit better, but they're not hot. All right, Danny, before we get into our golf talk now, I know you will rip off a quick ad read from our good friends over at TaylorMade. All righty. TaylorMade Golf and TaylorMade Canada are partners with Off the Hosel, and we couldn't be happier, eh, Drew? Absolutely. It is time for you to start looking at TaylorMade products today. The new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max drivers are incredible. It's true. And if the best players in the world use TaylorMade, why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't Drew? Team TaylorMade, contact Mike.Lanen at TaylorMadeGolf.com. Or you can go to any local golf course and talk to them in person if you need any help. Dude, that was unreal. Boom. One for one. Kind of started a bit there, but hey. That was unreal. Alrighty, into our golf roundup. Danny, it's time. I apologize. To our good listeners. I made a mistake last week. And I'm sorry, Danny Kluhart, you were one of the two people that texted me and said, where's the players played at? <sighs> Just like Cher says, if I could turn back time, if I could turn back time, I would have said the players is played at in Florida. It's in Florida. I messed up. You made Florida. a mistake. I made a mistake. And you're all perfect. And you're all perfect. Exactly. No, you made a mistake, but let's fix it right now, Drew. Exactly. They're, they're, it's played in Florida. Who cares? It's over. They won. Whatever. Moving on to this week. <laughs> what a song, though. Share. If I could turn back time. Da, 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 da. I like it. You know what song? Yeah, I, don't, I, I like it. I'd find another way. <laughs> All right, let's just go to the voice. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so yes, I was wrong. I made a mistake. Moving on. The Honda Classic was this past week in South Florida. Our winner was Matt Jones for his second PGA Tour win. Good job. You're right, Danny. Good job. Matt Jones, second PGA Tour win. Did you have a chance to much watch of it or no? Watched a little bit of it, but no, not too much. I just saw Jonesy won. Jonesy. Jonesy. Yeah, it was a good event. Uh, wasn't, a, it. wasn't a ton of huge names. Sun JM, defending champ, was close. Hadwin was really well. T9. I had him to win, actually. Had a little jingle on that guy to win. Didn't win, but friend of the show, Adam Hadwin, played really well. Uh, Canadians, and I, I hope someone will correct me on this. Corey Connors at 7th. I think I'm wrong. I might have not deleted the last previous note from last pod. But uh, David Hearn cut. Michael Delegate cut, Nick Taylor cut, Roger Sloan, T25, had one again, T9, Mackenzie Hughes, T37. On to next week, as in this week coming up, two events, two words, one golf. (laughs) 
we're doing trades. Uh, World Golf Championships Dell Match Play Event and the Torrell's Punta Cana, Punta Cana Resort. Punta, Punta. <laughs> Punta Cana Resort Punta. and Club Championship. Two events this week. Pay attention to TVs. Lots going on. There was two questions, though. One came in from Mark Freeze on Twitter, and he asked, where is it? Is DeChambeau now the biggest draw for viewers on tour? Long story, short story, my opinion on Bryson DeChambeau, he attracts people to watch him, but also annoys him, annoys them a little bit too. He takes a super long time. He's super scientific. He He's very articulate with every shot, which is fine. This guy should take a page out of Maddie Jones's book. One practice went in. Hey, how are you? Fuck. Yeah. Fairway. So, I don't know. Bryson, he works out a ton. He drives the ball like a maniac. He hits the ball far. He's fun to watch. He's creative. I like him. And you, Danny, know Bryson as watching on Golf Channel. You see Bryson. You see the videos of him hitting nice, the ball. Nice hat. Yeah, nice hat. Bobby Jones hat. He wants to why he wears it. It's a different hat. People don't like that he wears a hat. No, I, I like watching him. Yeah, I like that long drive he has. Yeah, and that's that's my question. I guess Mark's asking is, you know, why or is he a main attraction on TV? People are probably wanting to watch Bryson to see what he does or doesn't do. Yeah, he's definitely an interesting guy. But like, you know, like you said, I like the guys that just go up, bang, shoot, yeah, bang. No, bang. what does Bryson do? Like four practice swings? It's a lot no. of practice swings, a lot of breathing. <laughs> yeah, which is whatever, but. He's definitely entertaining, but am I attracted? You know, if, if I see he's on TV, am I, am I attracted to him? <laughs> am I going to run down, run down and put him on right away? Uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna take, might take someone else over him, right? I mean, he's, he's definitely a hell of a golfer and a hell of a dri- you know, driver. Wow. But yeah, yeah, I think, I think yeah, that's about it. That's a good answer. I think that answers the question. I think people like to see him. Yeah, I like to see him, but I don't go crazy over him. Go crazy. Uh, okay. My next question from Sam Wells. Ask our master's pick that is happening in 13 days. Danny had on your phone earlier. I think you said, what, April 5th? 5th? My eye just twitched. April 5th. The Let's whole week. That. Full master's week. It's, it's a week of it. So what, what is that Thursday? April the 9th? Second, I'm pulling up here. You just pull up your calendar. Well, yeah, April 5th, Monday it starts. And then what's the Thursday, the 9th? Yeah. Okay, so the 9th starts after tournament, but before that, all the, you know, they play with their, there's the part three challenge and all the other cool stuff goes on with it. So, my pick this year, what, Sam Wells asks. It goes, yeah, it's April, the tournament, the Masters is April 5th to 11th. Yeah, that's, that's the full can, week, but sorry, it starts on the 9th though, the Thursday. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's a part three challenge beforehand and whatnot, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I did pick, and I had a two dollar or five dollar bet on um, Justin Rose to win. I think five five bucks to win a hundred. I like Justin Rose; he's my guy. He's always right there in the mix. You know, JT's good. DJ's a defending champ this year. Um, Brooks is not playing this year. Didn't what you said? Knee surgery, right? You said knee surgery. Yeah, I think they said, reported that today. So, yeah, I I like Justin Rose. That's my pick. Who do you got? I might be the uh, one of those guys, but I think DJ is going to have a good shot again. Nice, two-time. Two-timers. Uh, Justin Thomas is not a bad guy. Never heard of him. Um, 
I don't know. There's definitely a few guys that uh, could take it away this year, but I think DJ's just so good. So, you know, he's going to, I think he's going to be top three, top five, top three for sure. Um, but I'm going to, yeah, fuck it. I'll, <laughs> I'll pick him to win. Woo, Danny Boy! There's no bleep on that one. Okay, perfect. Anything else you want to chat about before we send off to our guest today? No, I think that's it. Um, yeah, no. Okay. Let's do her. Into our guest today. From Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. PA. PA. Home of the Prince Albert Raiders. A top player in the top 25 Birch Supply and Molson Corps power rankings. A funny guy. A good player. Here is Ashley Zigerman. Ziggy, ziggy, ziggy. Let's get ziggy with it. Also joined in this podcast is Tori Coglin. So we hope you guys enjoy it. Are you tired of the same old spice, rum, and coke? or any other basic mixed drink? Well, we want to change that. Here at Off the Hazel Crew, we are proud supporters of Last Mountain Distillery. They got so many good choices that will change your world. Just some off the top of our head. Last Mountain Distillery Whiskey, Rum, Dill Petro Vodka, Root Beer Schnapps, and now new, Apple Pie Moonshine. If you haven't already checked out Last Mountain Distillery, for all your mixed bevy needs, Last Mountain Distillery, no questions asked. Alrighty, we are pleased to be joined by a guy that is well known around Saskatchewan, a pretty big golfer. He's number twenty on the Molson Coors and Birch Supply SAS Top Twenty Five Power Rankings, and from what it looks like, he may be the biggest Prince Albert Raider fan in town. So we are joined today by Ashley Zigerman. Thanks for joining the podcast today, man. Thanks, buddy. Excited to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, and also everyone else is wondering. There's no obviously no Troy this week. And no Daniel Dan on the podcast, but that's fine. They still have their jobs. But we are joined by a longtime friend, uh, Tori Coglin, all the way down in Alabama. Drew, pumped up to be on the show with you guys. Um, I'm excited. I haven't talked to you in quite some time, so I'm, I'm fired up. Deadly. Pumped. Okay, boys. Well, this is a trio of three guys that play golf in Saskatchewan. I mean, Tori's now moved on to Alabama, but he still comes back and you know says hi to everyone once in a while. But the real reason why we're here today is I'm getting texts. Ziggy this. Get Ziggy on. Ziggy that. Ziggy, Ziggy. So you know what? Let's get Ziggy with it. All right, Zig? Right on, buddy. I'm loving it. Honored <laughs> to be on the show. Well, I appreciate that. It's... Heavy, you, got a heavy, you got a heavy hitter list, whether it's the, <laughs> 25, uh, the, the top 25, which I'm honored to be on, or just the guys on your podcast, like... Perfect. Let's go. This podcast is filled with beauties and ran by a pigeon. My two co-hosts are beauties. So, um, yes, only one pigeon allowed on the show, and that's me. Okay, Ziggy, uh, I want to know what's going on, man. What's new with you? How are things, obviously, with this pandemic that's, you know, hope hoping to be out of the woodworks sooner than later here? But uh, what's new with you? Uh, not much, buddy. I'm just living the dream. Selling some chips for old Dutch up and down the highway. No free ads. Waiting for the waiting for the snow to melt so we can get back to the course with the boys, right? I'm guessing everybody is pretty fired up to get that going. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's. Um, so obviously, you know, growing up in PA, Saskatchewan. Oh my God, I gotta sneeze here. We're good. Okay. What was it like for you <laughs> growing up in PA? You know, sports, hobbies. What were you up to as a young Ashley Zigerman? Growing up in PA was uh, pretty much pretty much what you expected. Growing up in the 90s, I played, like, all sports. I played baseball, hockey, 
Volleyball, obviously I was a setter because I'm not the tallest guy. Badminton, golf. I tried my hand in uh, in basketball, but Ron Stewart cut me right away. So <laughs> that guy's a legend, I hear. Pretty much. Uh, the probably later, like one of my one of my idols growing up, kind of kind of won a few tournaments. Well, it's funny because one of my buddies actually works at um, either the high school there, I believe, or the elementary school in PA. He's like, do you know Ron Stewart? I'm like, uh, no, but I heard he's a legend. I know his son, Dave, and he's like, yeah, this guy's a legend. Like, there's banners everywhere of Ron Stewart. He's my boss. I'm like, yeah, he's the goat of PA. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Ron Stewart, just anything that ends with seven, Ron Stewart will win that if it's an amateur event, so <laughs> look out. <laughs> All right, Ziggs, I have to ask here, and I'm sure Tori will jump in here a little bit too. Um, you know, when did you get into golf, you know, and, and was there a passion right away for it? Because clearly, you know, you're in the top 25. I didn't even make it. Um, you know, uh, obviously. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're on that list. You just didn't put yourself in there because you can't, like, you can't humble brag that much, right? Well, I hope hey, I. How about that humble brag? I didn't even make it. <laughs> Tori would have made it, but I mean, he's. He gone. He gone. Top seventy-five. Yeah, top hundred. Right on the top. Ty. I'm just looking at the list right now. Ty, Cade, Roman, Justin, Face, Mitch, Dumpy. He's way overrated at eight. Mr. <laughs> Tyler Wright. That guy's Benson, a legend. Benson Ride, looking looking like Hendrick out there. Guys like ice in his veins. That guy. Scotty T. McNall. Zaba Lefty. Man, Rocket Back. Phelpsy, Hall of Famer. Nagy, Spud, couple juniors. Weeb, pretty sure he beat my buddy Swenson in the final one in the year. McNall, he's a stud. Sweeney, Kozak, Burpinger, Cobes, he's my idol. Happy birthday to Cobes, too, today. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen that pop up. Happy, Happy birthday to the OG Cobes. What a stud. Happy birthday, Cobes. Happy birthday, Cobes. Should we sing happy birthday to him? No, we gotta get going here. Okay. So, Ziggs, I want to know, was golf a passion right away, or when did you just be like, hey, I'm pretty good at this and I want to play? To be honest with you, I like I started golfing fairly early, like six or seven. I just grew up on a par three course, north or south of PA, or I guess it'd be east-west. I don't know. It's way from Alford. Me and my buddy Devo, we just played all the time. We had one cart, two bags, took turns. Before we knew it, we transitioned to the Cooks, and it was like, we were still pretty young, so it was like four-man scrambles. It was like me and Devo and Stu McCulloch and Sean Keating just played every day, man. Like, just loved it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, nothing better than a a four-man scramble. I swear I'm the worst in those, because it's like, either I contribute a lot or I'm just like the shittiest player on the team. Well, we were just like so young. Like, we just were like... Pars were like birdies to us back then, and we were just one guy would always hit it long, and one guy was a chipper, and Devo was always a putter, and like I mean, we just we we lived basically all across the street from the golf course, so like we just it was awesome. We grew up playing there. My old man like this was back in the '90s. My dad could give me five bucks, and away I went. I could eat fries, and we like we just hung out there all day, and just that's what we did was. 
played golf back then, right? For five bucks back then. I mean, I wasn't even born yet. So five bucks back then, probably would have bought you Andrew's French fries, free ad, uh, a pork missile, and two Pepsis. Hey? Oh, absolutely. The the brown Gatorade. We were crushing brown No, Gatorade. black Gatos. Oh, black Gatos. Oh, black Gatorade, babe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I screwed that up. That's okay. Well, maybe you're a root beer guy. That's fine. Maybe you're a root yeah. beer guy. We were actually iced tea guys, but... Really? So it's kind of brown, right? Like, I mean, it's more brown than... Whatever. <laughs> Go on, Drew, Drew, yeah. Drew, do you want to expand on what a pork missile is? Uh, yeah, so a pork missile... Um, People that don't know, my cousin Cat is in the PGA, and he does hot dog reviews. And this guy started doing hot dog reviews, and he calls him a pork missile. Um, what else does he call him, Tori? Can you think of what else he calls him? A pork missile. Uh, uh, I believe hot dog. Oh yeah, okay. Well, the, the term I was looking for, <laughs> perhaps a Frank. Yeah, okay. T Frank, T Frank, respect, love that guy. He loves hot dogs or what? We used to crush uh, hot dogs at the eighth hole. The eighth hole. <laughs> yeah, like it's not even open <laughs> anymore. Cook. But like it was just like a hot dog cost like fifty cents. You'd come around, it'd be like the eighth hole. At Cook. Hole. Yeah, they shut it down years ago. But like that was the place where you're like usually you come to like the clubhouse after nine, right? No, not at the Cooks. We had the eighth hole, which was like a shack in the middle of nowhere, and then and then you come back at like eleven. So it's like. Oh weird. yeah, yeah, okay, I yeah. Set up the course. The last time I played Cook, I was sixty-seven, seventy-one by seven. Not a big deal. Um, but I remember they had the shack there, and yeah, they had the best ice smoker things, and those pork missiles were money, unreal. Unreal. They're fresh, man, because they went through a lot. So like, you got a fresh one. All right, Zage. I want to talk about some junior golf here. Uh, you won the PA City Junior. Humble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had some high school success individually and as a team. Care to ch- chat about that, but I also want to know, can you name the other three members on your team as Dunphy couldn't do that in his podcast? I don't believe that Dunphy... Yeah, of course Dunphy didn't remember. He was the only one on the team. But yeah, shit, the City Junior. I remember... All I remember from that week was West Coast Dave dusting my buddy Keating... <laughs> Yeah, West Dave was like, Dave. <laughs> Dave's like 12, right? And like we're all like 18, like last year juniors. And and Dave dust Keating on like 13. And like like we said, like 11 comes back to the clubhouse. So like we're just like a bunch of juniors watching guys come up 11, right? And I remember vividly Devo says to Dave like, oh yeah, you got Ziggy tomorrow. You going to dust him up too? And Dave's like, Oh, yeah. There's something like that. I mean, the kid's 12, right? Like, he's got, like, Mickey head cover. He's just, like, he's so cute. Boss man, Junior. <laughs> Needless to say, I dusted him up on, like, 14. That did not feel bad because, like, he was so good, even at that age. Wow. And then, like, in the final, I beat Mike Dick, fellow lefty. And I, all I remember from that match is, like, on 15, I I made, like, a 20-footer with, like, four feet of break and the only reason i remember this is because like i curl with mike usually on most years it's not covid and he reminds me about it like all the time right so <laughs> yeah like that's like my claim to fame in juniors as a solo artist well but that I was can't... that was the one thing dunphy wanted to get around here and for the summertime was he wanted everyone 
uh, to get the name going, West Coast Dave. When he, when he told me that, I lost my mind. I'm like, you guys call him West Coast Dave? And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, I get it. Like, I get it because, like, I'll tell you a little bit of a story later about, like, why he would be West Coast. It makes a lot of sense. No, no, no. Zay, go into it right now. Go into it right now. No, 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 no. It, it, like, it has to do with, like, nationals or whatever. So Okay, okay. Fair enough. Like, but, but as for, like, high school golf, like, we had two of the best girls in the province and, like, Kim Brown and Leon Field. So, like. We like as the guys, we don't really take much credit for it. And like the guys, I mean, like in '97, it was me and Cole Ketcher and Clayton Mullis and Sean Keating. And in '98, it was Cassie Nyker and Jared Nelson and Justin Bueller. But the girls, Bueller, yeah, Bueller. He's actually like a superintendent down in New York at like a wee private course, and he's like always saying like I when he says, like, come down and play and stuff like that, but it's like, when am I ever in New York, right? Like, <laughs> Well, New York. But, like, I mean, the girls... Up or all the girls <laughs> were legit. Like, Kim, to this day, wins basically everything she enters or loses to Kathy in the final, right? So, yeah. like... So, I just remember, like, you used to have to take, like, one one girl score per hole and three guys, but, like, we... I'm guessing we took two girls, basically, most of the time. Wow. Because, like... Oh, yeah, like, they were both, like, par in every every hole or whatnot. Like, I just remember at, like, regionals before we went, like, to, like, provincials or whatever. It was in Rostern, and it was back when, like, Rostern was still nine holes. And, like, we, we stopped for nine after... And have lunch or whatever, and everybody like does the scores and it's like we had like a 62 shot lead going into the back nine so yeah we coasted through that but i don't really remember much about it i remember partying with like ken eager at provincials one year he's friend of the show yeah heard, heard him on the on the podcast i listened to his it was, he's a beauty oh yeah he was a beauty well, Ziggs, I, I do want to ask about obviously you mentioned off the record uh, there was no college golf and you know you never you never played it but why didn't you play, and was there no offers or any interest? Yeah, no offers for sure. I definitely didn't, like, put out any resume or anything. I Like like I said, I wasn't very good. I won, like, one city open. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, you got guys like Gord Brown and Luke Sheard and Kent Eager and John Heffernan and Corey Code and uh, Graham Dallette and Lindsey Bernikavich. Like, I mean... I wasn't competing with these guys, right? Like, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. like, when it came to college golf, I, I didn't even think about it. I just pieced out to Alberta. I won. I was my a couple. I had a couple uncles out there, and they got me a job. And yeah, I was making tons of cash, and away I went. I didn't even really think about it until 2004 or 2005 when I started playing decent. But by then, it's like kind of creepy for a 25 year old just to head back as a a new guy or whatever so no yeah i was just down with playing with the boys i love it all right Zay, uh you know obviously talking about some amateur golf now and there's you know quite long of a list here you know you played in two national events one mid-am and one am you chose not to go why was that and you know i mean for me i hope i, I can get to that point one day is where i can go to a national event so just touch on why you didn't go and you know obviously what it meant to to make it uh, well, yeah, the one, 
really the one I didn't go to. I just, I was working. And, like, I mean, I, I probably, if I made the team, I would have went. But, like, it was kind of a bridesmaid story. And I, uh, I, I lost. I just kind of trunk slammed. I didn't even think about it. I was going back out to a job. And, like, yeah, if I could do it all over again, I would for sure never pass up an opportunity to go to nationals. Like, definitely look back on that today to this day and regret doing that, you know what I mean? Man, it's funny you mentioned that because one time I was playing at Nip when I was 17-year-old year, so my last year of junior, and I had to, you know, I was, whatever, I, I finished, I think top four went to nationals, and I was in fifth. And basically, there was a playoff for the alternate. Dude, I was already in my vehicle. My mom and I went through Tim Hortons already. I was D's on a chicken bacon ranch wrap driving home just got outside of town and i did a call from pa guy zach Hurd's like coach where are you i'm like these on a rapper now crying what's up he's like uh you're in a playoff i'm like you're kidding my mom buzzed right back around buzzed back to nippon hit four more golf shots um and the rest was history obviously i didn't make it you made it on time though like you got back come on zags they weren't starting without me there's no way brutal, they were starting man. without like, me. Brutal, man. Like, in PA, they, uh, we started without Brett Henry the one year. Like, he, when, when the provincials were in PA, he, he buzzed out of there and he could have went to nationals and yeah, like, man, definitely don't do that. That kid's a beauty and like, he, he caddied for me. I love that kid, but like, and a player, right? Like, if you know Brett Henry, he's a, he's yeah, a he's a player. He's, Won a couple uh, Scotia Wealth, I believe, a lobstick. Like, yeah, he's he's really good. I think even who caddied for him, Dave? Caddy, Dave caddied for him in Nationals. Like, I made an eagle on. Yeah, I think it was Dave. That was awesome, man. Like, he's so good. But if he, if he could just get out of his way, and like, I mean, that's kind of how I was when I was younger. And like, if I knew now what I knew, or if I knew then what I knew now, like, isn't that how it goes with Ziggs? Probably do a couple things different, yeah. Like, but like, all the respect to him, man. I love that kid. All right, Ziggy. I want to ask about hey. obviously. Oh, sorry, go on there, uh, Tori. Go on. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, Ziggy. Uh, I think I think Brett could really improve with a little wider stance. Yeah, he. I mean, he's got and he's got to swing harder. Like, I mean, like he's. You should probably talk to Bryson DeChambeau. Like. No, guys, got to get I, a little I, I, wider and swing a little harder, and he'll probably hit it hard. No, I'm just. <laughs> he's, he's awesome i love brett okay so i do want to talk about the run you went on from 04 to 09 and we're gonna to get to all this zig so the melfort open champ and before you jump in on that i got to play melfort this summer for the first time ever uh, i was up there on a recruiting trip both players signed on the dotted line it's not a big deal um but i did the golf out there and i shot 69 in like the worst conditions ever but what super a great windy probably eh? like, super windy and like i couldn't believe how windy it was but great course and i do want and this kind of goes right into my question is you won the melford open champ or you're the sort of the champ at melford open how was that it. man like that was such a fun week like melford like or well match playing itself is like kind of my game like i i i when i was younger i'd just like all the time, I'd make, like, a double here, double there, and it's, like, it just blows up your score. So, like, max play was deadly. And, like, the year before, I'd won the Northern. So, like, Humble I show bread. up in, 
Yeah, I show up in Malford. No one really knows me. And, like, these two guys buy me in the Calcutta. And, like, these guys would just, like, pop out of the bush, like, all over the place, right? And they're like, how you doing? Or whatever. And I just give them a thumbs up because, like, doing all right. But, like, they were basically my only fans in Malford because... And, like, that week, I remember vividly, I played the first two matches. I can't remember who I played, but Dean Crossy's playing against Jeff Will. Beauty. Two beauties in that group. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, Crosky goes around the course, makes, like, six birdies, no bogeys, dusts up Will. You should see Dean Prosky on Xbox. Brutal. Sorry, go on. You got to get him on here one day, but that's another story. But, I mean, so in the afternoon, we play, we play in uh, the afternoon, and, like, I'm playing good. I don't even know what I did in the morning, but in the afternoon, I, I probably made some bogeys, but, like, I made a ton of birdies, and we get to, like, 16 and I birdie 16 the par 5 and it's over and I just remember vividly Dino calling his wife at the time standing on the 17th tee and he's just like yeah haven't made a goddamn bogey all day and I'm freaking coming home or whatever right like he was mad <laughs> like super mad now, I would be mad like don't get me wrong like the guy just played like how many holes didn't make a bogey it's mad play he's thinking he's good but <laughs> Yeah, so I went on to win that, and it was it was deadly, man. I wish the Melford Open would come back. It was always the week right after the Northern, so everybody's, like, in match play mode, especially up here, up north. Like, everybody likes to play match play, right? Like, no Absolutely. putts a gimme in match. No putts a gimme in match play. That's true. I, I actually love match play, too. I'm the same way. Like, I can make a, a lot of birdies, and I can just blow one left out of bounds. Like, hey, let's walk to the next tee box. Yeah, or you, know, you like, I'd... blow a few... Or you like if you got a bunch of eggs, you just blow a few out of bounds, and you're like the guy you're playing is like, what the fuck's up with this guy? And like it's like oh no, head games, I like be, that. Be, yeah, oh yeah, head games. Well, speaking of head games, like Swenson's like playing against. I remember Elwin Cameron. I think it was one year, and like first hole, guy's got like a foot and a half putt, and he's like going to putt it, and he looks over at Greg, and Greg's just kind of like staring at him, and uh, Elwin's like, is he really gonna make me putt this? And then. So, yeah, Greg makes him putt it. He misses it. So, like, I guess it wasn't good. And <laughs> proceeded to, like, not give him a putt all around until, like, the 15th hole when he had him, like, dormy. He gave him, like, a foot putt. And no one's like, oh, you gave me a putt. And he's like, well, what, man, you missed that first one. Like, do you expect me to give you a putt all day? Like, yeah, no kidding. Right? Hey, hey, Ziggy, when's the last What's time up? you saw Elwin? When was what? Uh, I played him in the Northern a couple years ago. He dusted me. So, yeah, that Does was a lot still putt? Is he still a uh, switch hitter putter? Mm, I don't know, man. Like like Tyson Nash? He, like, what do you mean, like, I, I played with him one time at the Central. Like left and, and right? Yeah, he had a bullseye, and he would putt lefty <laughs> if it was going left to right, and righty when it was going right to left. What a skill, man. That's beauty. He must eat pizza with a fork and knife. Wow. That is awesome. That's unreal. All right, Zay, I got to talk about the lobstick here. Runner-up, and then two years later, you win in 2007. You win the lobstick. Again, just following up in your last comments there, you're quite the match play player. Walk us through the lobstick that I've never been to, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. Man, the lobstick's, like, so much fun. It's basically more for... (laughs) 
before the week off and the boys, right? But, like, yeah, like, winning the, I won, the, actually, I didn't win the lobstick. I won the open, and, that, yeah, that was, or did you say the open? Sorry. Yeah, I yeah, won I said the, the open. open. Yeah, I won the open, and, like, that was deadly. I remember, like, it was rain. I don't remember much. I remember it was raining the last day, and I just, like, ripped tires out of five irons all day. Beauty, lefty, <laughs> right? That guy is a missile. That is a pork Man, missile. Won, well, he won the lobstick last year, so apparently does some stuff, right? And, like, I think he was the only other lefty on the list. That's kind of whatever. We'll talk about that later, but, like... <laughs> All right, Zerge, Kate. I just remember, I just remember hitting five irons all day, and like it was like because it was raining, and I had my rain gloves, and like we got to the last hole, and I was like one up on uh, Ryan Damberg, and he he's hitting into the green first, and he hits it to the right, and my buddy who's not a golfer, I got like an eight iron in. He says, well, as long as we just get it over the water, we should be good. And I'm like. But I could like throw it over the water, like the water's like right there, right? Like it's like sixty yards short of the green. Yeah. I hit it to like three feet, Damberg hit it up there, missed his putt, and I like had two putts to win, but I made it, so yeah, perfect. Humble brag. And like I lose I lost the lobstick what did you say? Like, yeah, I lost the I lost to John Walsh in the final and he's a beauty. He's oh, legend. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I love right? John Walsh. He won it like right? nine years in a row. Yeah, and he just like ripped three woods and made pars all day. And he's like, "What's up? I'm probably gonna win." Uh, speaking of the Zabas, uh, no pressure, Mitch, but time to bring one home, big boy. Yeah, <laughs> bring and one home. Like an Am? Bring an Am home, Tori. Well, no, like Andrew and Andrew and uh, Ty have both won the lobstick. I mean, Mitch, come on, let's. Let's go, oh, big boy. I heard Mitch is playing the against you. Andy won the lobstick. He won the open, too. He just clean sweep. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Good player. Mm-hmm. Love that yeah. guy, man. Hits hammer on one and drives the green. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. 2009, Ziggy, you finished T23 at the Canadian Mid-Am at your home track in Cook. Uh, first off, you know, how special was that for you? And, you know, obviously your family and, you know, just, I mean, you're playing in the Canadian Mid-Am championships and you and you finished 23rd out of i don't know what is there 100 200 people yeah man like i totally went into that week well didn't even expect much just everybody like anybody who entered in pa got to play like there was tons of players i was actually the week that the dc 59ers were born because my buddy dave Cannon finished 59 over par for three days like <laughs> not a big deal and a G- G- gpm team was born what but, what's that mean what's gpm well it's like a golf poker mustache tournament that if you uh my buddy like there's tons of us there's like well tell Evo us about it and, tell us a story well like years ago like the boys want to get together once a year and uh just golf and like play this is back when like poker was just coming on the scene so it's like there's like heads up poker matches and like so like yeah you just you you play golf you play poker everybody gets together for the weekend and you grow a mustache and well yeah if you're a rookie and like the first year right everybody's got mustaches you're like they were strutting around lost a suit with all these crazy mustaches but so, like, now you don't have to grow a mustache. A lot of guys choose to because mustaches are deadly. 
But if you're a rookie, you yeah, you got to grow a mustache. I love it. Okay. Zig's 2012-2019, you were the northern runner-up, and you lose to West Coast Dave, or who'd you lose to? 2012, I lost to Colin Colvin in the runner-up, and 2019, I lost to uh, Corey Sealander. And, like, Corey Sealander, I was probably more pumped up for him because, like, I don't know if anybody beat him. Like, I was, like, five or six hundred that day. He was ripping it off the pins. Like, that guy was a beauty. Like, one when he was, like, 15, the juniors, right? Like, everybody was just pumped for him back at court. Yeah, Corey's a, a two-time champion. Yeah, Corey's a good player. I played a lot of against him growing up in my junior days, and obviously now still in the Am days. Uh, hell of a player. Alrighty, Ziggy, let's get back on the topic of the Canadian Mid Am. You finished T twenty-three. Uh, walk us through that experience, man. Yeah, buddy. I remember two thousand and nine. You could just—I didn't actually qualify for it. We you could just enter it because it was in like PA, so whatever. Basically, everybody from PA got to play, and I just remember the weather was shitty the first couple of week, first couple of days, and uh, like it kind of got delayed or whatever. But I remember I got better every day. Like, and I remember I made the cut. I think right on the number. My buddy Jeff Stefanski, he caddied for me that week. I remember the final round. I got to play with Dave Schultz. He's from Calgary. I want to say he won the two nineteen ninety nine. Canadian with him. That, was that guy was a player, so yeah, like <laughs> pleasure to play with that guy. It was just and like yeah, it was just amazing. I remember I got like I said, I got better each day. I ended up T twenty three. Colin Coben tied with him for the week and what else can you say? Like Absolutely That was my first real experience. I just I kinda took it for granted because one, it was probably at my home course and I was just so used. To, like I remember, I remember the course was amazing. Like Pierre Bizot just put it together that week. Like it was amazing. Dave Bunker won. He was like minus four. The only guy under par when like the smoke cleared. <laughs> I mean, Corey Duell. Like he was like he played with Jared. Like my buddy Jared played with him the first two days. And or sorry, Craig Duell. He was like minus eight lefty. For the first two rounds like there was tons of guys under par that's then, awesome. like on the weekend yeah like i mean they were just well because like i said it was raining so like these guys were just like eating up the course but like on the last couple days they toughened up the pins and like i'm assuming guys were like three putting and not having fun but like yeah i was just out there enjoying myself right like i was at a national event at home yeah like definitely definitely honored like i mean top 23 like i'll probably never ever do that again in a national event so to be at home like yeah i got a bunch of family and friends like watching me tee off and like tons of people like yeah that was that was so much fun one of one of my better goals that's awesome man that is sick man i'm i'm jealous um man, speaking of pierre does such a good job like on that golf course when it's tournament time like, I've played two AMs there, and every time it's just fantastic. Oh, if he can throw that rough and and cut the greens down, and, yeah, like, I mean, it is 
it is tough because you know how it is, Corey. There's so much undulation on those greens. Like, as yeah. a local guy, we definitely benefit in like tournaments like the Northern and stuff if the greens are foul. Like, because you you yeah. were talking about tough pins, man. They can they can make some brutal. But anyways, oh yeah, you short side yourself. It's like audible, but yeah, beauty. All right, Zay, just to, I do want to talk about, you know, in 2013, you and Greg Swenson, a great player. You win the teams at Riverside, which I've had the pleasure of playing. Really good event, uh, obviously, at Riverside. You guys ended up winning and beating a good buddy of mine, both good buddies, Sean McNall and Ken Wilhelm. Uh, walk us through that event. Oh, man. That was probably one of my best, most fun tournaments I've ever played. Like, that first-class tournament that is. Like, the meals are amazing. You said you played in it ever? Have you played Yeah, it? I played not last year, the year before, obviously, just pandemic. I played with Connor Gay, good player from Saskatoon. So we, we played and we've lost in the, oh, I want to say, I don't I don't know who we played, but we lost. Unreal event. You lost? Yeah. No, man, like, that course is so, it speaks for itself. And, like, you get, like, five meals. And I remember, right, like, they... Between rounds, they would, like, cut the green or roll the greens and, like, change the pins. Like, it was it was just deadly. But really, yeah, what I put remember... on such a good show. So good, right? Tori, you oh, won awesome. that, right? Like, twice, not a big deal. Back-to-back. Back-to-back champs, Tori. Ron Gillowich. Who's Ron Gillowich? Ron Gillowich or Randy Gillowich? Yeah, he... No, Ron. Who's wrong? Uh, Regina? Like a like a four handicapper accountant guy, just a super nice guy. And his I think his partner dropped out and he asked me to join one time. Join him, like day before kind of thing, and we just went back to back, never lost a match there, not a big deal. But not a big deal. No, they put on a fantastic show, man. The meals are awesome. The the guys are awesome. Prizes. Everything, everything yeah. The court I just hey, the course isn't bad either. No, the course is pretty. Mad. I remember from that week we we qualified with like Scott Allen and Rick Hillstead, a couple beauties, and we just like we. I remember on eighteen we all like chucked darts inside like ten feet, and it was like such a fun round. We just like I think me and Greg shot like sixty eight, sixty nine. Those guys were like seventy or seventy one, and it was just like it was so fun. But like. I just remember shout out to Sean because he I heard his podcast Beauty McNaller. I remember him shouting us out and like I'm gonna give him a shout out because a couple years later Greg told me the story about how those guys were just like on their way home from Regina and they're like, what the fuck just happened? I think we just lost like six and seven or seven and six or whatever. I was like. We just killed him. Greg made so many birdies that week. He says he made like 18. That's a lot of birdies. I made like seven. Yeah. Well, yeah, we birdied 18. I think we birdied like 25 out of like 81 holes we played. It was so much fun, man. Wow. But, yeah. I remember when I played with that. Steel. Sorry, dude. I remember I played with, uh, when I played with Connor the first time, we shot in, we got in the champ flight. Then we went out that night. And I'm surprised we showed up for our tea time, let alone woke up for it. Like, I had the shakes for the first seven holes, and <clears throat> you should have seen us. Like, we battled. We ended up beating. I can't even think of it. Ham and egged it? Ham and egged it. Sorry. And I was supposed to be, like, the, 
the guy that like gets it done. I think every yeah. time I went to the golf cart, I'm, I was like, Connor, I'm sorry. Cause it's all good. I'll, I'll, I'll just handle from here again. Well, that's the worst when you're a partner too. And you just like apologize and it's like, man, don't apologize. Cause you're, you know, like you're going to come back later. Just don't apologize now. Cause I don't want to be the guy to apologize later. Or well, I thought I was going to come back every hole, but I, I never did. So, um, we ended up not winning great event. I'm excited to play it. Hopefully this year, hopefully we can get back out and play Cause it's one, a great networking thing. Uh, good people there. And I'm competitive, so I want to win. So good. And me and Greg were actually just talking about the other day, and not this year, but next year's like the 10-year anniversary. So, like, he owns a business, and I'm busy with work, and it's tough to get time off, right? So I think maybe next year we're going to try to get back out there and defend our titles. Because they didn't even give us the trophy. We beat Tim Cohen and Donnie Steele, a couple beauties, in the final. And... We didn't get our trophy, and we didn't like hold grudges. But I guarantee, if those guys would have won, the trophy would have been there. No trophy. So hey, Ziggy, Ziggy, we beat uh, Tim Cohen and uh, Steely in the semis the year that I won, or one of the years. Beauties, eh? Like those guys were. Oh, I was actually Tim's like, the best. Yeah, I you're reading the today. paper the other day. Those guys are beauties. Some of the things they said, they were just like, those guys played so good, and we were like. Man, those guys were so nice, and to beat them on their course, like, they were, like, just gentlemen about it. Like, we weren't trying to be cocky about it. We were up, like, four, and he even said that, like, in the paper. Like, those guys were up four. We didn't think we were going to make it that long, and those guys just birdied, like, every hole in the back. Not like we fell apart, but, like, Ziggy, no, Ziggy, so I think to I, win it, like, it was awesome. I think I sat in a hot tub with Grady Brown for, like, six hours. <laughs> Just like <laughs> sat down there in a hot tub and just crushed Westies. And like, I think we told the same story 15 times in a row. Like we're at the Lions house, whatever. Unbelievable house. But um, yeah, what a tournament. Go I on, Tori. And like I said, I hope, I hope to get back there. Like it's not, not next year, but like one year. Like, I mean, first class tournament, that thing is. Sorry, Tori, before you jump, before Brady you jump Brown in. Is such a beauty. Well, that was a thing too. I, I like showed up. We should elaborate on that some other time. <laughs> well, I show up to this house and I'm like, there's a hot tub here? And and there's a, a golden... Do you have whiskey? Oh, oh, yeah. It was, it was uh, a whiskey brand. But um, at the time, I walked in the house and the guy's like, hey, what do you need? I'm like, I don't know, a cup and drink. And then he's like, okay, he opens this big wall up and, or a wall door and like all these chips. I'm like, wow, I ain't leaving. He's like, do you have trunks? I'm like, no. He's like, all right. Gave me a set of trunks. I'm not sure if they were used or not, but then I went right into the tub. Chlorine, right? Chlorine. Yeah, chlorine. So I sat in there. I tur- in there. turned out to be a prune, but again, great event at uh, uh, the Riverside Two Man. Um, yeah, unreal. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll agree with that. Okay, Ziggs, you turned 19 the day of the Junior Lobstick, sponsored by our good friends over at Molson, Davy Stewart. Oh, oh. What's Let's up? Have a for Dave. Oh, Let's have a for was that a? I liked it. Tori just cracked one over there too. So you couldn't play earlier earlier in the summer, but you had a good story for us. I heard, and also one of your buddies lost to a much younger golfer. Yeah, much younger, like like to say the least. Like, yeah, I turned nineteen the day of qualifying, so like I was obviously the hero of the week. I didn't like do nothing that week. But party, and I remember we were like, 
we like one night I said to my buddy Puffy, I was like, let's deliver Johnny to the course on like one of those little green bikes tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And Johnny's like, you guys won't do it or whatever. So yeah, like I way I go at like nine in the morning, grab this stupid green bike. And like, if anybody's been up to Lobsick, they know what I'm talking about. It's got like the flag and it's like two guys drive this bike. Right. And like, so I show up and Johnny's brushing his teeth or whatever. And sure enough, there I am picking him up. So we drive him to the, oh, oh yeah, first they were like, whatever you do, you can't go like up the hill. You can't go to the golf course. You can't do this. And we're like, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. It was like, back then it was like 15 bucks to rent it. I was like, here's my 15 bucks. <laughs> so whatever. We, yeah. We, me and Puppy get on this thing. We pass Jared Nelson's parents on the way to the course. We're just cruising. We get there. We back it into the tee. Look over, Ryan Danberg, just like, what are you guys doing, right? <laughs> like, that guy's a beauty, like, set course records all over the place that, for a couple of years. But anyways, we uh, we drop off Johnny, right? And we head back. And then we're like, hey, well, we'll see him come up 10, right? Yeah. So he's coming up, he's coming up 10, and it's like to the snack shack. And we're like, Johnny, how's it going? He's like, man, I'm getting throttled by this kid. And we're like, hey, well, let's go, man. Like, we got a bunch of booze in the vehicle. Like, we're, let's go. And Johnny's, like, seven down with, like, eight to play. And he just shakes hands with this kid who's, like, 11. He's like, your match. And the kid was just, like, rattled. He's like, what do you mean my match? Johnny's like, well, I'm not walking down that hill only to lose this hole and come back, right? So, like, yeah, so, like, this 11-year-old, he's got, like, his parents there, and, like, yeah, it was probably, probably not one of the best, I don't know, it was deadly to us, right, because we're like, let's go, and Johnny's like, let's go, like, I was, I just got dusted by an 11-year-old, like, legitly. I love it. All right, Ziggs, off to our segment called Questions from the Gallery, brought to you by TaylorMade. TaylorMade Golf are partners of Off the Hosel, and we couldn't be happier. It is time time that you look at getting the new TaylorMade products today. The new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max drivers are incredible. And if the best, best players in the world use TaylorMade, why shouldn't Drew? Sorry, why shouldn't you? Team TaylorMade. Contact Mike.Langan at TaylorMadeGolf.com, or you can go to your local golf course today and talk to them in person if you need any more help. Team TaylorMade. Boom. I'll let Tori ask Boom. the first question. Yeah, TaylorMade's the bomb.com. Does Justin Johnson play TaylorMade? Never heard of him, but yes. Never, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's that? Uh, only the top five players in the world, I think, use TaylorMade. Except for Ice Rom's... Uh, handicap member at Meadow Lake. Um, <laughs> hey, Ziggy. First question well, is, from Tori. This is from me. So what what golfers did you look up to most, like, growing at Cook? Like, do you have a few names? Like, obviously, Bossman, Ron Stewart, shout out. Um, yeah. But I'm sure there's so many good golfers up there. Like, who who did you really, like, look up to and learn from? And uh, that's about it. Yeah, great question. Like, I mean, growing up in the 90s, Tiger was obviously the man kind of won everything so like who didn't look up the tiger but like as for pa like colin coleman don stewart Bill cameron prime Manford, frank harris ken newman cliff Lander, 
Daryl McKaylick. When I was a junior, it's like Corey Cole, Dennis Bizzo, Gord Brown, Humble Bragg for Marty Ring. He was a stud. Even like as I'm older, like Danny, Corey, Dave. Like I look up to all these guys. See like, what so what you should have said, Ziggy was. I, I'm the best there is. No one, no one better than me. I looked at myself. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Yeah. That's what I thought no, you were I gonna say. <laughs> sure. All right, Zig. I could, I could, I could have threw out the dumpy coat. Like I'm better than all my friends, but like no. <laughs> okay, Zig. Lowest. No one in PA is better than all their friends. Everyone's so good. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Uh, lowest round of golf. Uh, and not on a mini putt. Sixty-five, maybe, but those are all putted in. So, pretty good. Tori, where were you? Yeah. Where, where was that at, Ziggy? At the Cooks. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one is from Greg Swenson. I don't know if you've ever met him or not, or paired up with him and won tournaments. Um, how do you feel about the lift, clean, and place rule at the Lobstick? Um, not, not a fan, not a fan. Like, I mean, the year I won, John Walsh, I love the guy. He probably would have beat me anyway, but like that year you could just move your ball anywhere on the planet. Like if you hit it, like in the bush, you could take one club length and he ended up on 17, pulling it out of the bush. Not so much the bush, just behind a tree. He's in the bushes. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have won anyways, but I mean, I mean, no, no, I'm not a fan of the lift clean in place. And like my main man, Riles will tell you, you got to play it as a rise guy, you know, like <laughs> golf is a tough. <laughs> All right. Tori has a question for you now on our uh, questions from the gallery brought to you by TaylorMate. Speaking of Riles, what's your best Riles story? Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of good ones, but like, one of my best ones is, like, just playing in the lobstick, right? Like, I always go back to the lobstick because, like, it's such a big field. There's so many guys out there, and, like, every night, like, Brad, I think it's Brad touched on it. Like, one night it's wings at Collins, and the next night it's here. And, you know, like, all the guys get around. But, like, this one year, Riles battling for low qualifier, and he, uh, I get back to my place after the open, and he's like, call the course. I think I'm in a playoff. And I'm like, Ross, I know you're in a playoff. Like, let's go. <laughs> right? Like, he's like, nah, call the course, guy. And I'm like. That's how he talks? Okay. Yeah, like, he, like, yeah. and he'll point at you. If you're real close, like, he'll, like, point his finger at you and, like, possibly touch you. Like, there's no social <laughs> distance. Miles, right? That's unreal. So anyway. Yeah, so anyways, we, uh. I call the course, and I'm like, is Riles in a playoff? And he's like, yeah, four-guy playoff, low qualifier. So we get to the course, and Riles is strutting across the parking lot, and he's like, give me your clubs, guy. I'm going to beat these guys left-handed. I'm like, come on, guy. Like, let's go. Like, John Walsh, Warren Nam, and I can't remember the last guy's name. I'm sorry about it. But, like, I mean, this is like they got the big tree back in the day, right? Like, these guys are hitting, like, these majestic five irons over the tree. And Riles, being, like, half-cut that he is, he, like, 
hits this driver that like off the heel that like slices around this tree but like buzzes down there and uh yeah perfect right like i mean inside the hundred plates guy so he (laughs) so these guys hit it on the green right it's just like a simple par four guy just a simple par four so riles has got like i remember riles has got like 10 feet to win on the first hole doesn't convert so they get to the next hole and nam hits a terrible one down into like the gully walsh hits one like long right he's on the fringe and riles steps up waggles away gives her one last look and like hits her right on the head right like skulls the hell out of it like it's going into the lake but no no it like one hop stops to like 10 inches and he just drops his bag grabs his putter and goes strutting down the hill and he's like you always want me just to tap that in right? <laughs> yeah what a beauty that's unreal so he goes on, yeah he ends up winning right goes on to playing Tyler Zaba in like the quarters because he played good that week like and Zaba just ironed him to death lefty love that guy irons him to death I played Zaba that was the year I lost to John yeah and he uh I played Zaba in the semifinals but Zaba didn't realize that Riles is going to show up after losing to him and caddy for me for like another six hours guy didn't take the bag off all all six hours he just read my pots with like the bag on it's like we wore Zaba that day for sure <laughs> unreal is eggs yeah, that was- one of my favorite Ralph stories for sure. That's unreal. I, I gotta meet this guy. You need to meet this guy. He's retired now, but beauty. All right, Ziggs. <laughs> favorite beverage after golf? Um Well, we'll go with Molson's, right? Like, I mean, they sponsor the show. Let's show some love to these dudes. Absolutely. Okay, I know Tori has another question here for you. Tori going. Tori's on mute right now. Uh, I will ask my question here. Best golf story. Man, my best golf story is probably like, I don't know, winning winning the teams. That was so much fun. Like I going to Nationals, like I, I went to Nationals there. Uh Dumpy wouldn't let you know that I was the alternate, but I was the alternate that year. And Scotty Thompson would agree because I remember Faith had the gout, West Coast Dave, when he gets out to the West Coast there. <laughs> Apparently got that gout the one morning. So I woke up and, like, playing in the first round, and Scotty's like, hey, you're on the team, man. Dave's not feeling good. And I was like, that was brutal. So humbling story. I shot 80, 89, wasn't on the team. But being out there, like, Corey Connors was in that field. I remember sitting in the airport with my kids and my wife and this guy with like a golf Canada hat saw him beside me and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know that guy. And I was like, how'd you play today, man? And he's like, oh, not very good. But I made a deuce on 18. I'm like, pretty sure I know this guy. So I look it up. Sure enough, Taylor Pengren made a, made a deuce on 18 to lose by one. Like just, it's a different situation when you go to nationals, man. Like those guys are, so good and it's just another tournament so if you ever do make it i know you're looking to get there man if you do just 
take every minute of you, you get and like enjoy the guys you're going with. Oh, right? like, Ziggy. All these guys from Saskatchewan, they're all beauties. And that's the reason why I play is like to go to like the Dean Prosky's tournament there in Nippon and, and the Lobstick, like to see all these guys, like that's where I'm at. Like, Ziggy, I'll tell you right now, boy. if I go to the AM or the Mid AM, I will have my content guy with me. I will be mic'd up the whole time. Everyone in my group will not want to play with me. Because I will just well, be... Well, the main different. Like, they're not as serious, right? Like, guys have talked about that. Like, it's not... Like, the mid-am's a little more laid back. And, like, you go to the am and, like, these guys are serious, man. Like, and yeah. they're, they're good. They're good. That's a big if, Drew. Hey, <laughs> hey Ziggy, one quick one here. Sorry. I Everyone can that. dream. Um, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh my question for you is is it true that you did indeed go to dairy queen on your way home after the 2015 mid-am at elk ridge that is true because my buddy trent catcher owns the dairy queen and i signed the wrong scorecard like felt like ron stewart dave stewart like those guys sign their own scorecard every time they go to national. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but like, I mean, right? But Dave Stewart like, crushes dreams. I don't like him. I don't know. Ron, I think Ron is like signed wrong scorecards like three times. But like, I mean, no, like I went, yeah, I definitely went to the DQ and like, that's not even my fault. I, uh, well, it is my, whatever. Cancel that. <laughs> we played together that day. I loved it, man. That was probably the last time I seen you, right? Two thousand. I think it was, yeah. Wow. That was awesome, man. That was a fun day. Uh, Brett Henry caddied for me that day. I, I, I remember shooting like 74. I told Swenson, I was like, I shot 74. He like looked at the looked at the leaderboard. He's like, oh, says you shot 73 DQ. So I like look at it. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't, I didn't shoot 73. So I went over to, like, the... So I went over to, like, the scores booth. And Brian Lee's, like, looking over my scorecard. And, like, it's my fault. Like, I totally... Like, I, I check off my scorecard. I go over it, and then I come back. But, like, I don't know. The, the hole didn't line up. And he's like, no, no, it's good, man. And I'm like, no, it's not good. And either way, I... Basically, I could have said I... Like, he was trying to give me the right score, and I was like, no, I didn't shoot that score. And he's like, well, you know what that means, right? And I'm like, yeah, two-stroke penalty, right? Trying to be funny. And he's like, oh, no, sorry. And I was like, okay, see you later. And that doesn't even piss me off the most. Like, being disqualified, like, that was my fault, like, totally. Yeah. But to see that week, it's like three other, or, yeah, three other guys got disqualified on the same hole. Like, Sean Stralo, Paul Tostead, and, like, this David Brack, I want to say his name is. He's from Elk Ridge. So, like, after I got disqualified on that hole to not see them, like, give any help to the rest of the field, like, they all got disqualified on the same hole. It was like, it didn't like, like, you know how you rip off your sheet at the top? I used to keep mine. It up? I, I put mine in my, yeah. like, trophy case. Nice 76, yeah. buddy. That's what I say myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, those things are sweet from, like, when you, I imagine Scotty Thompson when he shot sixty one there at Willows got that thing hanging over his bed, right? Like Scotty I mean, signed the wrong card that day by accident. 
but I mean, to see three other guys get disqualified that week, like, that really pissed me off. And, like, I don't know. Well, Ziggs, man, this has been so much fun. I have one more question for you, and then we're going to call it because this has been unreal, and I, I know Tori's had fun today. What is one thing you like about Off the Hazel podcast that covers golf in Saskatchewan? Um, give us your best, and then we'll uh, we'll part ways. Man, you're doing a good thing. What I like is seeing or hearing like all the fast boys, right? Like guys like Lindsay and Kent and Graham. Like these are guys I I looked up to as a kid, and like I even played with them like as a kid, and like. Maybe you can get like Dean. Maybe you can get Dino to pair us up together this year at Nepoen. We can play like early. We can do like a we can do like a round table as the guys come off the course, and we can interview. Well, you can interview. I'll just kind of like chirp the guys or whatever. But like, we can get the guys like coming off the course and like seeing how it's done because like that's where all the guys are, right? Like, I mean, I think every uh, event I play this year, I'm gonna be mic'd up with my content well, guy around. Could you imagine getting a raw interview from like Danny Kluhart, Cade, Ty, all the T Frank, like T Frank, what a beauty. The year he won the the Scotia Wall. Like Hey hey Ziggy, let me interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Hey, what's a better deck and like I'll having all the boys around at the Central at Saskatoon Golf and Country Club or at Nip One Evergreen after after a round? Uh well I I'd say probably Nip one because the year I came up to that deck, like Graham Dillette was sitting there and Ron Stewart yeah, and all yeah. those guys and they're like, What'd you shoot, Ziggy? And I was like, Seventy one. It's like would you guys all shoot? And they're like, Seventy five. Yeah, that was the year I won the Scotia Wallace. To this day I still get like uh messages from Dean Krosky on like my birthday with like this creepy selfie and he's like hey Ziggy how's it going champ right like I'm sure you get that Tori you've won that tournament I do I've also I've blown it too I love that me too what a beauty man all right Ziggy man this has been so much fun today um first off thanks for coming on the show we're gonna have you on again in person around a round table with some beers flowing. Uh, oh, thanks again, so man. And uh, I appreciate you doing this. Molson. Perfect, yeah. And, well, yeah, I got more stories for you then. That was so much fun today, Drew. Tori, good hearing from you, buddy. Like, haven't heard from you for a while. Like, love you, bud. I know, man. Good to get to see you soon. All right, I Ziggy. Hope, I hope I can make it up this summer. And it, it was great talking to you, Ziggy. And thank you, Drew. All right, boys. Yeah, thank you, Drew. Stay thank strong, buddy. Take care. COVID spring break is right around the corner. And you know what that means? Spring break in your pants. Manscaped is here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. For everyone preparing for pants party this spring break, I have an exclusive 20% off discount. Use the code HOSEL20 at manscaped.com. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the essential Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. 
Get the 20% off free shipping with the code HOSL20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code HOSL20. Say hola to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. Birch Supply Company is a proud sponsor of Off the Halls of Podcast. They're a Canadian clothing brand based out of Saskatchewan. The company was founded by two lifelong friends who represent their passion for style, the outdoors, and good times through their clothing. Birch Supply Company strives to be involved in the community and bring you quality Canadian-made products. You can check out their current lineup and get the lowdown on new arrivals through their Instagram page at Birch Supply. Alrighty, there it is, episode 64 with Ashley Zigerman. I had a riot. I went Han Solo, but I had a co-host in Tory Codlin, all the way down in Alabama, came on and Ziggy has some stories for the boys. You know, he works at Old Dutch. He's trying to get Old Dutch on the pod. So that's the last thing I'll say, quote unquote, Old Dutch. There's no free ads, Ziggy. So let's figure it out. Dan, thoughts on it? I mean, you weren't there, but. I wasn't there, but uh, it sounded pretty good. It's unreal. Um, oh, you have the access to the account, so you see all yeah. the pods. Yeah, I listened to a bit, a bit of it. Um, it was good. Thanks to Ziggy. I think Zig Zig, Zig Zag. Zigzag, absolutely. No. Yeah, no, Ziggy was fun. I hope everyone enjoyed the pod. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Ziggy. Big, big couple of weeks here. Huge. Huge. Tomorrow night, actually tonight, as we're, as this is dropped, James Duthie, TSN J-Dats. icon, JD, J Duthie, James Duthie, our man, it's our boy, on. our friend of the show, coming on the show, talking about the Masters. Second appearance. Second appearance of the show, talking about the Masters, who he likes, dislikes he's our boy dan thoughts on that oh just excited again duthy thanks for coming on uh yeah we'll talk to him tonight i guess now that this episode's dropped we'll talk to him tonight if you have any questions that you want us to ask him instagram us dm us whatever you want to do let us know we'll ask him absolutely dan can you quickly as i just ate the mic can you rip off the handles for us facebook is just app off the hosel Instagram is at underscore off the hosel and Twitter is at off the hosel. Underscore. Underscore, sorry, before. So follow us, retweet us, like us, share us. Go follow Danny H on Twitter and Instagram. You find him easy. Follow me on Twitter because I had great tweets. And follow Troy. We missed Troy this week. Yeah, I miss you, Troy. I haven't seen him in a while, but. But we'll see him soon. We'll see him soon. Everyone stay safe with her, please. Thanks for uh, listening again, guys. Absolutely. I'm just going to throw it out there. We appreciate it, all right? We appreciate you guys. And how's the Vizzy, Dan? The Vizzy is delicious. Molson, check them out. Check out the drinks. It's delicious. Thanks, Stewie. Unreal. All right, everyone. Danny, it's always a pleasure. I'm happy you're back. I know everyone missed you. Everyone missed the Reverend. They're like, who is Reverend? Where's Danny been? He's back now. I'm back in the saddle, you guys. He's back in the saddle. Danny, as a pleasure. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. I'll talk to you next week. For sure, man. Peace. Peace. And love. Everyone else, have a great Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Enjoy the podcast. Subscribe, retweet, share us, like us, comment. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Do I care? I don't give a shit. Tell me what you like and dislike. Because I am okay. Talk to him on the podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. See ya.